When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The Wandering Dutchman Podcast. This is In-Depth with the Dutchman, the only interview show where it's the conversation, not the questions that matter most. My name's Casey, and I'm joined here at the historic Gaslight on historic 4th Street in Huntingburg for a historic in-depth interview. Big Mace running the board over there, smoke sitting in the middle, and right here to my left, possibly your right, is Mr. John Songer, the proprietor of the Gaslight and Huntingbird. John, welcome to the show. Hey. Hey, gentlemen, gentlemen. Thanks for letting me crash the party. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Well, there's a lot of pressure on you. This is the first in-depth we've done in a while. We got a little busy, and then we got unbusy to where we could squeeze this in. Today's date, for reference, is December 29th. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I think. So episode 209 just dropped this morning. Oh, shoot. We need to post yeah, it. Yeah, probably need to post it. Yeah. But we are up here at the Gaslight. It is closed. There's no live audience. There's no couch guy. No. Um, we could yeah. definitely do a live podcast here, though, I think. Oh, absolutely. For future reference. I mean, it'd be our last one. <laughs> <laughs> Lots we'd of have editing. To make yeah. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> would have to wear ball gags. Yeah. <laughs> we could keep her talking. The last time we were here, John, we threw a hell of a party. Oh, my god! Uh, October, our friends at Overboard, I think Overboard, we, not overboard. Overdrive. Yeah. Overboard. Yeah, no, yeah exactly. Yeah. I don't know who was responsible. Me. For that no. guy. 100% right. me. I'm just yeah. saying. I yeah. go with the information given to you. You're Yes. You did nothing wrong. On yeah. yeah. So we uh, so we wanted to get together with John because the gaslight has been on 4th Street for as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. Now, when I talked to my father, old Papa Frank, he said, well, it used to be the Victory Theater. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's a lot of stuff we can uncover. But my dad used to work at the ticket booth up front. Really? Yep. When he was oh, yeah. when he was yeah, a little yeah. would have been to victory. Yeah, a young yeah. spry lad. He mm-hmm. said he re- he worked at the ticket booth up front. Well, I asked. I called Dad last night before we recorded, and I said, "Hey, any insight to when it was the Victory Theater?" Uh, no, we just watched movies up there. <laughs> we'd, we'd sneak in. We'd sneak in a bottle of, of booze every once in a while. Yeah, I, I said, so. I "Said Dad, you were twenty. I was old enough. Yeah, like, old enough." <laughs> So I don't think they believed in timestamps back then. No, you know what I mean it was just it just happened. Yeah, I don't think so. But we let's talk about it. Let's let's start in that order. So we did a, a little Halloween shindig here at the Gaslight. You trusted us enough to find a band, which was kind of a struggle to find one short notice. Mm-hmm. But the boys from Overboard rocked. I think they did a great job. Awesome job. They were, we, they were fine. We had $2 booze yeah. lights. <laughs> we sold out of 300 bush lights that night. Yeah. Yes. Out we of that. Well. We did well. Uh, we Hopefully, we made you some money. But 
It was a good show, right? Oh, there was dancing in the street going on. Yeah. If I recall. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> but we, we had a blast. We had a lot of fun. It was kind of our <clears throat> first big foray out into the public sphere trying to yeah. throw a party. Yep. The Dutchman takeover. And then shortly after that, we did our one-year sponsorship party and... We've had some guest appearances at the Holland Legion and things like that. But yeah. As far as like our first big, sh- you know, Hootenanny. Yeah, I think yeah that, that was one definitely was the first two. Yeah. Pretty good, yeah. yeah. That's my good Hootenanny. And where else to have it than at the Gaslight? I mean, really, let's face it. We, we can do a lot of things here that a lot of places can't do just because of the size of the facility and the way it's designed. And, oh, yeah. And the history behind all the stuff that's been done in here. Well, some of that stuff we probably don't need to talk about, the history of things that have been done in here. No, we (laughs) (laughs) did not bring any of that stuff up. I'm going back decades now because, trust me, it's uh, I've seen things. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So so we talked about it. So it's the old Victory Theater, and obviously behind us in the shot, we set up the old stage where you could see where there was the screen. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if you've never been to the Gaslight, here on Huntingburg. First off, shame on you, but we do have some listeners not that aren't from around these parts. Right. But when you walk off of Fourth Street, that's where the old ticket booth area was. And you've kind of done a recent remodel and kind of redesign, exposed some brick. Was that just we wanted to go back to the old style or we just we just needed a little bit of a change and that's what worked best? Actually a combination of the above. I mean, I've always wanted to bring it back to the victory style i mean it was the way it was for almost 48 years I think. yeah wow yeah i mean about 48 years so we became the gaslight in 72 we just had the 50th last year and so you know covid all that good stuff came along and and we had to do some things and and so i thought this is the prime opportunity we can go ahead and take that drop ceiling. See, a lot of people don't realize that. That that front dining room that had that drop ceiling in it, there was literally nothing above it. Right. Mm, I remember that. It was very... Uh, kind of cozy feeling. Yeah, it was very, very, uh, very, very, very cozy. Yeah, you know, I mean, that and I've seen some people fall out of the ceiling before, too. But, you know, again, <laughs> there are things that shouldn't be mentioned. Yeah, right? we're going to leave those be. But, uh, but yeah, so we took the, took the whole thing down and got it out of there. And so... I think at this stage, we're probably as close back to the victory as we'll ever get now. You think so? I think so. Because the kitchen, obviously, you know, that's the big thing, too. People don't realize. I mean, the whole building was a theater. Yes. So the kitchen was yeah. seating. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so, and I forget when, but uh, like I said, 71, 72, and they poured a bunch of concrete in up there. Uh, knee high to a weed hopper. I guarantee uh, you. And uh, and so that's that's where that front dining room area came from. And then of course it started off with the theater back here too in '72. So. Right. So, so go ahead. The floor would have been sloped, I assume, from the theater days, correct? Right. Actually, where we're sitting right now, this was poured concrete too for the dance floor when it was put in. But this would have been the only flat spot. And then from here, and then all the way out to, you know, if you're going to the bathrooms, those two openings, that would have been the back of the seats in the original. Okay. Oh, wow. So the ticket booth was the front door was right there. Yeah. Yeah. The right. front door. And on the other side where the checkout is now, that was the candy booth. There you oh, go. Yeah. yeah. There you That's go. so cool. And, and then the Do windows. you have photos of all that shit back at, <sighs> hidden in a box somewhere or maybe... 
I've brother got some or photos, somebody. but yeah, I, I've been waiting. I, I, uh, Mike Murphy, he, you know, his his grandpa, I believe, that's who was part, the builder of the. the Actually, thing. you're you're exactly right because I did ask Dad, and he said he believed that Pat Murphy, yep, was the one who owned it at the time, and that was a Huntingburg Brickyard owner too. No shit, so this wow. is all Huntingburg Brick in here. Ah, uh, hey, and I know for one thing, <laughs> when you dig around this place back here, they backfilled with it too. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> It's a real treat to do yeah. any sort of excavation work around this bitch, too. Yeah. So the so the the you've mentioned fifty years, fifty years of running a restaurant, fifty years of a small business, fifty years of just a ton of change and things that have come and gone. Change with the times. Yeah, that right there in itself is is a uh, hey. Cheers to that. Yeah. They, yeah. They, hey, we haven't coffee. had a good coffee morning. Yeah. Cheers. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> we'll all be running to the shitter before it's over. We get this coffee going here. That's so, yeah. how did the gaslight come to be? What's the origin story? Well, the origin delivery's story, here. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like. And I'm not 100% sure if I've got this story correct, okay? You got, you got to take this tongue in cheek. However, I do know that Warren Evans. That's what I was hoping his knows, name would be brought up. Warren Evans and his wife, Fran, moved here in, I want to say, 65, somewhere around there. Like I said, that's where I get a little sketchy. But they bought... The Victory. The Victory had been shut down for a minute, I think. Okay. They bought the Victory and they reopened it. <clears throat> and uh, and so essentially, after being here for several years, uh, Warren had talked to actually my dad a few times, Glenn, Wendy they always called. Yeah. And uh, they discussed uh, opening up a restaurant here. Mm. So somewhere around 70, 71, Warren took the plunge and said, hey, I'm going to do the Gaslight. Heck yeah. Now, where the name Gaslight came from, don't ask me. Have No, no idea. idea. <laughs> no idea. Warren was originally from the Brookings, South Dakota area. Okay. And I know that the, the, the material motif on the outside was all that cedar wood, that rough hewn, and when you came inside you in that little – front dining room we were talking about you had the, yeah. the, the cedar shake shingles out there mm -hmm. and but where the name came from couldn't tell you all i know is originally the gaslight restaurant and theater wow so if you think about that now tell me how many movie theaters are built that do not have a restaurant attached to them yeah yeah and 50 years ago this one did yeah so there again there's a, a little bit of unique like that was obviously so how would that have worked then did this remain seating and there was the theater or they just kind of tongue-in-cheek it was the dinner and theater no no actually you still had theater seats back here wow. so you still had rows. could so, you imagine that doing like that nowadays yeah. like doing like dinner in a movie well you know but I mean? all I'd those movie sleeping. theaters have gone to that though yeah well i mean because people quit going to the movies yeah i mean some of them do with their big recliner chairs and the i think most of them are like that yeah really well i know that but like the one in Evansville, what was it? The one you could get like chicken strips and you know shit like that. But as far beer. as beer, yeah, I know yeah. they sell liquor and stuff like that too. But I, I don't know. That would be wild to think. It's actually in theory then come back around. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it was unique back then, and then it kind of yeah, you're right. Gaslight like setting the bar. Yeah, yeah always, always, and now it is. Uh, <laughs> so you, so you start that, or, and I I asked Dad 
And he said, you know, in the mid to late 70s, a nice little breakfast spot. Oh, absolutely. That's because he said when they mined down in Holland, him yeah. and Sonny Cooper, they'd come up here yeah. for breakfast before work. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, too. We did breakfast for, well, I about got ran out of town when I quit, which would have been about 98, I want to say. Right. But, yeah, I mean, we, we opened – people don't realize this. We opened every day at 530. Wow. In the morning. In the morning. Hell, you're uh, bitching us about us getting here. Hey, well, he's not old. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Well, you know, I mean, but yeah, I mean, uh, so yeah. So when it evolved into the other part of the farm of entertainment that we're known for, too, you right. know, hey, there were some mornings we were meeting the, the morning people. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I could only imagine. Yeah. Well, that way you never had to lock the door, I guess. <laughs> well, pretty much. I mean, and this was back in the 80s. It's, oh, yeah. It's yeah. A lot of disco yeah. played up here. Oh, baby. Let there me was that. Oh. Disco ball still here. That's original. No way. Oh, absolutely. That baby's the original yet. Yeah. Oh, the disco. Let me tell you what. I was up there spinning music, man. I was, whew. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's insane, man. I, I know there's a lot of history in this building and everything like that. And the way it's all changed and been renovated. And, I mean, the new layout that you got now, I really dig. Like with the dining area. Well, opening right? it up, it makes yeah. your space feel <clears throat> a lot the, bigger. In the bar area down here, you know what I mean, with this separation that we've got and everything like that. I mean, it allows for a lot more you know, family seating and stuff like that, right. which times have changed. You the know bar I mean? business, and we could talk about it, and, but the yeah. bar business is all but about dead. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, uh, and this started back probably 20 years ago. I was going to say, sure I was going to, hopefully he would be able to tie into like how this progression yeah, worked. Yeah. I mean, 20 years ago, prior to then, you know, you could, you were pretty much foot loose and fancy free, uh, you know, uh, Maybe maybe the cops would pull you over and they'd say, you need to go home or where do you live and we'll drop you. But that all kind yeah, of changed for sure. about 20 years ago. And, and yeah, we, we at that point, we were, boy, I don't know, you guys probably don't remember that, do you? Do you? No. Yeah. I mean, I mean Dave's I, old, but I don't think I, he's that uh, old. I got pulled over one time here in town and, I mean, I wasn't. I hadn't been drinking yet, but it was, it was full intentions on doing that. And I got to, I actually, it was right over here by, uh, market street park. I got pulled over right in front of Walton's old, uh, chiropractor Mm -hmm. office. And and I had to pour a a 30 pack out. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was actually, I think Keystone light or some shit. Well, they did you a favor. Yeah. (laughs) Did you a favor. We all watched sadly as that stuff flowed down the store. Well, and you, and you talk about it, but there was, I'm surprised the, the local tavern owners in this county didn't didn't riot, but I don't. I mean, I guess it's fighting the long arm of the law. But you know, there's the stories of which we don't condone drinking, drinking and driving. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's well, go ahead and set that bar right. But you're talking about an era though where they used to sit outside places and it not even necessarily be. Well, we saw you walking out from the gaslight. Well, yeah, I was in there having pizza with my family. Yeah, and then well, I can smell alcohol, and then it just you know I mean, runs downhill it's, from there. It's a tough spot all the way around. Yeah, you know, it always is. And, and, you know, and we, we abided by a lot of that. I mean, uh, the big, the big push was the designated driver. Oh yeah. DD. Mm-hmm. And, and even that really didn't change. Well, cause I've been in situations where your DD's drinking just as much as you are. Oh John. yeah. Been there. <laughs> We've all been, there. Been, there. <laughs> been there for sure. Designated Dave can transfer into drunk Dave. Really? Cool. Now I think designated Dave was mostly pretty 
good. Needed. Great job. As of late. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, he's bailed us out a couple times. Hell, you drove us to French Lick that time. And mm-hmm. uh, you, at least one other one. You drove my wife. And uh, yeah. uh. <laughs> <laughs> you drove that, that squad around. But so going back, John, what if you had to if you had to. Um, to date, from from when you've started until right now, if you had to uh, sum everything up in one experience, or one word, or like a group of two or three words about your experience here, what would it what would it be? Like, how would you ex- what what would the words be that would come to your mind? Actually, that's pretty simple. Yeah. Welcome to my living room. No shit. Yeah, I guess that makes total I mean, sense. I've literally lived here for 28 years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of the way I've always looked at it. You know, I, I live here. I sleep at my house. Yes. You know, and that's when you're in, especially, I don't know, you know, retail business is tough regardless, but the food business is a whole nother animal. Whole nother beast. Uh, and, you know, I've talked to a lot of people in the food business and their experiences are pretty much similar to what mine is. You know, uh, you, you, you just, you put the hours in and you never know what's going to, what's going to happen at. And like what just happened for us, you know, a day and a half ago with our yeah. quote new year's Eve bash. And mm-hmm. guess what? It's not going to happen. Right. And that's, that's the way the food business, you know, Right now, I could say, "Hey, we got a guy delivering product right now." Yeah, we do. We really do. Right behind. Seems like a nice guy. The chill on the nape of my neck is a little bit uh, (laughs) uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. yeah, The back door is open. Yeah. (laughs) So, welcome to my living room. So, I know you you said like the origin story of the name and like how the you know the Victory Theater and then it transferred to the Gaslight and all that stuff, but. I, I might have stepped out to talk to the delivery driver and might have missed it. But did you say anything about, like, how you became tied to it? Well, and actually, that's a good point going back. Yeah. So we kind of left off there. The Evans and your dad, Wendy, yeah. were kind of involved. And for those that don't know, I think my mind is right. But Warren Evans, we're talking about the war hero. Oh, yeah. Yes. Warren Evans. First yeah. Darby Ranger. Yeah. One and, bad mother effer. Yeah. Yes. Uh, true American patriot. Yeah. In uh, all the sense to uh check his book out too by the way yeah yeah good and really, he's really how long good has he been read. gone he's probably been gone he's been gone 15 20 years no 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 no, no. no, no, no. He, been that long? he moved out west uh, with his uh, he only has one son left and that's mark and uh he, mark i believe he lives on the west coast i think i want to say washington or Oregon. i want to say i think you're right on that and uh, that's where warren moved to he's only been gone i think three or four years really yeah. but he had to have been well into his nineties. Oh yeah, he he was in pushing a hundred. Yeah, yeah. Early so he's, 90s, he was definitely 90s. close to being a cent. What how you say that centennial centurion centurion whatever the hell it is. Yeah, and so yeah, hit that so, hundred year club. That's how. Go ahead, Dave. Worked. What was you gonna say? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so we so we're back to the Evans and and your dad, right? And kind of where bring us forward through the. Because you have, you also have two brothers. Oh yes, yes. That well, were involved three. in three. three, three, three. Yeah, yeah. I got three. I brothers. only know two. Though. Oh, you don't know the watermelon. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> watermelon tugboat's dad up there yeah. on the corner. Bill. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forget Isn't about he an him. Attorney? No, is he not an attorney? What's he's a businessman? Oh, he's just kind. he. He's an engineer. There you go. That he's is. an yeah. engineer. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know him because he wasn't part of the gas line. Yeah, true, yeah, true, right. true. Well, he I mean, was he was originally, originally, but but he was just a worker. 
Yeah. Joe, Joe was just worker. And actually, Oinker, Greg, <laughs> hog, you know, if you come in and you look at the, yeah. the, the muriel that uh, <clears throat> Miss Blondebred had yeah, on there for yes. me, uh, she uh, put that on. It's Johnny Dart versus the hog. And the hog actually is who was the original manager for Warren when it opened in 72. Which okay. is your brother, Greg. Which is my brother, Greg, and we call him Oinker. Oinker. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So, so move, then moving, moving forward, forward, go ahead. So he ran for, he ran it for about a year and a half, I believe. And then I believe Warren ran it. And then Warren had somebody else. I believe Bob, uh, let me think here, got to think about it. Uh, Carnahan. Okay. Who had theaters in Princeton. Okay. Came yeah. in and ran it. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of, we, we will get to the seedy side of it. I think there was another guy that came in and ran it somewhere around the 74, 75 era. <laughs> and let's just say that there were a lot of choice movies being presented. Oh, Is that right? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. No shit. I never uh, heard it, that part. Did it involve Debbie and Dallas? No, that's what <laughs> it might have involved Linda and Love. Oh, <laughs> man. Wow. There's a demo peach show going on around. That's wild. Didn't know that. <laughs> you know, there, like I said, there are stories, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so after that venture kind of went south. <laughs> I could imagine. It, uh, well, you know, we do live in Huntingburg. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. God bless. You know, I remember him. Uh, who was it? The, the Chippendales were out at the Dutchman Inn, and I think there was a, there was a petition out there to shut them down and had uh, strike, you know, walkers, you know, protesting. <laughs> but after that, uh, it shut down. <clears throat> The bar, the, the whole Every, building. The whole building. Everything shut down. And, again, I can't remember how long it was shut down, but uh, Bruce Evans, Warren yeah. Hunt. Yes. Okay, so he's been he gone now yeah. for couple, quite a while. A couple years. Uh, and, anyway, he decided to open it back up. And it wasn't too long that him and Oinker were hunt, hunting. Bugs. Yeah, I said you know, big, bir were, big bird big, hunters. Big bird hunters, yeah. you know. And, and Bruce talked Oinker into – joining him in here as a partnership mm. okay and then that lasted for oh i want to say about a year all these you know 72 to 78 there was a lot of movement going a lot on. of turnover a lot, a lot of, of turnover yeah. going around and that's the food business yeah i yeah. mean really it, yep. it really is a lot of irons in the fire and so essentially bruce got out more and warren and oinker conversed and Oinger ended up buying it completely on contract, and my first adventures in here began with Bruce and Oinker, which would have been about 77. I was a premier three-bay sink dishwasher. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Pearl diver, they like. Pearl, Pearl diver. diver. <laughs> That's right, baby. That's right. And so. And that would have put you at the ripe old age of about. Out of sophomore in high school. That's what I thought, yeah. Because when did you graduate? I graduated in 79. 79. So you're one year older than my dad. Yeah. And no, I'm one year younger. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah younger, yeah. younger, younger. Hey, B John, math is not a strong yeah, suit. Num numbers is hard. Yeah. <laughs> We're really, uh, if you're a fan of the show, you know we struggle on history. And math. math and facts. And facts. A lot of okay. fact check. That's yeah. why I wanted to get that iPad, just in case I got, put in a, I got backed into a corner. I was able to. Google my way out of it. Yeah. Oh goodness, yes, yes. So yeah, so there. From there, it went forward. Yeah. And it went forward with 
Poinker up until we had a little family scenario that happened around 89 mm-hmm. where we all kind of got together with me and Oinker and Joe, mm-hmm. who's always kind of been here. Uncle Joe. Off. Uncle Joe. Hell yeah. Hell, man. Frank on occasion, That's but right. we won't go there. <laughs> uh, and uh, and so, so he got involved. We were all three. Our three families were all involved, so we had the gaslight, and we had Burton's Caper House. Burton's? Caper, Caper House. Yeah, you know where that is? Uh-uh. No, sir. Well, that was reflection. reflection. That's all right. There we oh, go. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now, yes. of course, it's 1408. 1408. Yeah. So, well, yeah. and Oinker did run a little establishment out of there yeah. for a little bit. For a yeah. long time, right? Yeah, he, he, I bought this place from him in 96. Okay. Okay. So, Oinker then was reduced to just being out there, mm-hmm. and he had that up until he sold that. Yeah, yeah. To them. And, and. Like, uh, they had pretty good food. I mean, that, that full restaurant and oh, bar yeah. on the one side and then the, the event venue on the other side. Before, Did you ever go in Caper there before House. it was remodeled? Burton's Caper House. I did not realize I that think that was the name of it. One of my fondest memories uh, oh, yeah. was that the, uh, the QU banquets mm-hmm. and all the stuff that we would go out there. Matter of fact, I think I tried to steal a pan of chicken from him one time. <laughs> and then I probably would have got away with the whole crime. If it wasn't for those. No. I've been sweaty trusty stopped. Well, no. A buddy of mine had lost had left his phone there. So we had to go back for the phone. And then whenever I come back, I was then uh, interrogated by uh, Oinker for allegedly. Uh, he goes, I don't care about the damn chicken. I just want my phone and pan back you know what i mean and i'm like yeah i get it i get it, I get it. we'll get it back to so you. i i i guy so yeah. you dumped I all the fried dumped, chicken yeah. in your front seat guarantee it it probably ended up in the floorboard and, <laughs> and then i brought the pan back in Jeez. But yeah you're it, a mess i am that was awesome times though that's good, good time. work though i'm proud of you. yeah so really that's a so that's a a lot of history there to kind of unload coming forward but you've been at the helm since 96 I think what's cool about this is the family business aspect of it. Your boys are here. Yeah. And and they run and operate and they work. And and I've always heard people talk about you don't get in the food business unless you're willing to make it a family business and then you dedicate all your time to it. Yeah. You're so what's the with the historical perspective there, what's the future hold here? Especially with now, don't the, give us any industry secrets, but oh. just, you know. Well, especially the unprecedented times, because we've never seen anything like COVID. I mean, no, we've never, unless you, I mean, this place wasn't here in 1918. Yeah, like during the bubonic <laughs> uh, play. No, that's, that was in the dark. Age. That's what I mean. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think it was See, there's that whole, that, history, that, that fact thing. Flu. No yeah. clue that he hey, realized. Hey, did you know that this guy is probably one of the <laughs> sharpest tacks in the bulletin board? Like, no, no, no. Oh, bullshit. Dudley, I've got some guys that grew up around this cat and they're like hey that guy there is smart as shit i know so, he's keeping you in check we well, might need to <laughs> might be a new couch guy yeah, maybe bring now. him he's, on for fact checking yeah. my dumb ass so what's i mean because when you look at what happened in 2000 20, right. 2020 march 16. specifically yeah yes uh i took my cdl test that day yep. up in linton or mitchell indiana mm-hmm. and we were on our way back and we got a call from our boss saying, hey, when you get back, just clock out and go home and don't come back until we need you. And I thought, oh, my God, Dudley, are we getting fired? Like, what, <laughs> what the hell's going on? And then 
Come to find out, that's yeah. We, we they yeah. shut shut the city well, down, and that's, lock the doors, and it's kind of a a wild time. It's because, extremely wild because I had accepted a position up at the resort, supposed to be started here. I shut down <laughs> my little business. Yeah, uh, there you to were, go, but uh, they're starving to death. Yeah, it, uh, <laughs> it all worked out. But, Shaking a can, panning. Oh I'm my surprised God. he wasn't up here in front, John, by the old front door here. That's okay. I could put him in on the dish. I, I could. Of course, hey. you got an automatic dishwasher now. So oh, my. you gotta you gotta automate. You gotta automate to save a little money. That's awesome. So. So, 2020, how'd you weather that storm? Uh, very precariously. <laughs> Good answer. Uh, we were like everybody. I think we were shut down for about a week. And then I think they came on board and said, okay, yeah, you can start doing contactless pickup. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I mean, it was like, so we kind of towed, you know, danced around it, tiptoed around it. And uh, I had a plan, you know, I've, I've gone through three fires up here. So I've always had some kind of a plan, you know, you gotta, you gotta be prepared for some of these things. And this uh, guy is working his ass. off. I know we way. ought to talk to yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Delivery dude is definitely winning. Oh, yeah, so Nate. Far He's a good guy. Yeah. Nate's a good guy. Nate's, Nate's a good, good guy. Shout out Nate. Over. Shout out Nate. Good guy. <laughs> There you go, Nate. You can get on the wandering Dutchman and watch these guys. He's not even listening. He's to locked us. in. <laughs> Oh, we were just telling you that you, you're winning so far today, man. You're, you, uh, are you a podcast guy, Nate? Okay, well, now you are. Well, now you can be. <laughs> the Wandering Dutchman. Check us out. Is who we are. Check us out. We're a little small operation, but we're growing. We'd love for you to go ahead, like, subscribe, share with all your buddies. <laughs> you got a lot of time in the truck. We are perfect for it. So get that phone about, out. Look, yeah. they, they talk about things like hair care products. Let me tell you, what oh, well. right on the mark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, hey, have a good day. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So, so 2020, a lot of the carry out business, yeah, probably uh, helped some. Yeah, uh, that helped a lot. I mean, obviously. You know, whether whether people are far against whatever, they, they did have that government program, the PPP yeah. loan. Mm-hmm. And I know there's a lot of shady dealings that went on. Yeah. With it, but for me, what I did with it was what it was supposed to be done with it. I kept my people working. Exactly. And that's the remodel, talking about the front room and yeah. stuff like that. That's yeah. when a lot of that right. took place. I was and if like, they if they build those subsidies in and they and they offer those programs, you would be a fool to not use Absolutely. Yeah. So so we did and I think by Ju- June, the end of June we were allowed to be fifty percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then things kind of progressed from there. Of course, as the fall came back in, you know, with any kind of flu or in yeah. you know, seasonal problem yeah once it started getting cold out you know back up we were doing our raider wednesday thing we did the fall and then things just went bonkers that first kind of and and we we canceled the winter edition of raider wednesday here and we just kind of muddled our way through you know things picked up people wanted to get out hey oh i bet you know so so yeah how was that like i bet i mean i I bet it went from zero to a hundred real quick it did yeah Yeah, because whenever people come 
they're all stir crazy and you know going nuts and wanting to get the hell out i imagine then it was probably katie bar the door yeah and we, what we would do is we would set up like we had a table in between a table so yes you, you know we, we couldn't afford you know i know you went to some places they had plexiglass up oh yeah all this i'm sitting there going holy cow man either a you do have a lot of money or b you know Somebody gave it to you. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, and now kind of looking at the science of some of that, the table in between probably didn't do a whole lot it of work. <laughs> not a chance. No. But we're not going to go into there because we don't. We don't. Uh, but, you know, kind of the bad thing, your business wasn't immune to it like anybody else's. But no. the labor after that, because you had people that wanted to get out. They wanted to spend money. They were spending money local. Because mm-hmm. I know we saw it at the resort. We had some very great months because people wanted to stay local because you didn't have the uncertainty in the travel. But although a family you know, family operation, mm-hmm. your two boys, you only got two of them. I only have two. I got, got a daughter, but I told her to stay out. Yeah, well, yeah, that, if you're she's, wise. She's only junior in high school. Yeah. You know, we keep she, in out. due time. But... <laughs> You know, you ran into the labor shortage. How did you weather that storm? It's still going on. Yeah. And actually, for the food industry, it's always going on. Yeah. I mean, it's... it's Nothing new. Prior to COVID, we've... I've been looking for a line cook or two for years. Yeah. You know, you'll get some here and there, and they may last, they may not. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was phenomenal then, because then if they got sick... They, you, they they had to stay home. Yeah. You know, so not only was there a shortage, but then if they got sick, they they had to stay home. Exactly. Yeah. They had to isolate so, per so. the CDC reg. Yeah. So there again, there's no coming to work with a snotty nose or anything none like that. that. Yeah. None, none of, that. of that shit. You know, and, and we did it for years. Not necessarily that they were, you know, sick, sick, but, you know. Yeah. We just. And it's it's here, you know, you got to, it's kind of a double-edged sword because you got to find line cooks. You got to find prep cooks. You got to find. All pizza these uh, cooks. pizza cooks, all these different things. Plus, you gotta you got to uh, have a full bar staff. You got to have a wait staff. You got to have. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of cogs in this yeah. in this wheel. You know, yeah, we're currently uh, over twenty people, twenty four people, I think, working here. You That's know? crazy. So we're not a small, we're not hmm. a big operation, but we're not a small operation. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, when you know, and and that's the thing that uh, I don't think people quite gather when you walk in, and we seat about 130 people, and if one person calls in, oh yeah, that's just throwed everything into a tailspin, uh, depending on what person it is. Yes. You know? Yeah. Uh, the carryout. I mean, we still do, and, and since COVID, our carryout is still. Very, very lucrative. We're... we're, we're Probably six percent higher on carryout wow. to this day wow. yet wow. than what we were. Well, it's to. easy. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm, I am uh, definitely a, a strong proponent in that. Just because with the kids and everybody's mm-hmm. busy, and you know, sometimes I just want to come kids. home and the kids, <laughs> goddamn <laughs> kids, you know, and you just you know grab a pie on the way home. Sure couple sandwiches whatever and then you can yeah just throw it on the stove and say here have at it you know what i mean but now we you mentioned <clears throat> you you've got a lot of different things going on up here uh you talked about the nightlife business you're still a big spot for live music i mean that's what we did when we had our shindig talk a little bit about the live music offered here kind of the origin story the goals with it the struggles with it what you hope to do with it because I think it's a, there's, I was at a wedding and I was talking to a guy 
that is associated with the Studebakers. Mm-hmm. And you're familiar with the Studebakers. You guys, mm-hmm. maybe. They've been around a but long time. But he said, you know, uh, one of the guys, it was his wedding, and he said, he was a big fan of them. And I said, well, you know, what's what's killing, like, the live music, the bands that used to have? And his response was, your generation doesn't go listen and watch. Mm-hmm. Like, the older generations, like, prior to us, probably, you know, that fifth, you know, those folks that are in their fifties and forties, and it's changed so rapidly. Like I can remember. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. I can remember, like, as a twenty-one-year-old, fresh in the market of drinking. You know, because that's when oh, yeah, we yeah, okay, yeah. That's when we started. Yeah, I can remember coming here the night before Thanksgiving, or going over to the overtime the night before Thanksgiving, or going to Ron's, or any just just here in town in general. Yeah, and literally. Not being able to get in the building because of the fire, the fire marshal. Like, hey, we're at capacity, man. You can't come. You know what I mean? And I and I know that's happened in recent years, but like you said, man, and and John, I'm sure you see it all the time. But there, it is not the same. People just don't they don't do it anymore. And I don't know why that I is. We were knocking on a hundred and twenty people here on the Dutchman night. Oh, you were. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, yeah. somebody had to drink all those three hundred beers, and it wasn't us. <laughs> yeah. And I know there was still <laughs> yeah. drinking after those yeah. three hundred beers was going on. <laughs> so, talk about like the live music, the scene, like what you guys try to do with that. Uh, for us, and seeing here's the thing, I'll give you a quick little history on it. Then, uh, get up in your mic a little bit, John. All right, there we go. there we go. Is that better? Yeah, okay, bro. I'm all the way up. In- well, we can. You got a little room there. Yeah, I, oh, I, I see you guys. I'm, 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 I'm a rookie on this. Yeah, you're well, good. And you're not a portly a, fellow. No, so. you got a lot of room. <laughs> yeah, we, we got to be buried. Yeah, in there. we got to get up there. And it hides a little bit. That's TikTok user six so, nine seven eight one. Yeah, he's <laughs> old Pete. Uh, yeah, but anyway, the thing is, here's what's so ironic. What was the building originally built for? Movies, movies, entertainment, entertainment, yeah. entertainment. And so you know, it just kind of it, it's got food now, lots of good food, but yeah, it's sure. still it's still entertainment. And uh, you know, it progressed. Oinker brought it back in, like you said, disco. You know, the ball and all that. We got it going on. But when I got <laughs> That's so back, wild. It, it's crazy. I would have loved to be here on a Don't disco you? night. Hey, I, I parachute, I, not parachute pants, but uh, what leisure suits, leisure. bell bottoms, oh, bell, yeah, but bell suit. bottoms, high heel shoes. Could you imagine stomping your just getting that dance? Who was that? Ann Comus was in here one night. You, know, you guys know Ann Comus. Oh, no, no, no clue. No. no clue. Anyway, yeah, she they got mad at me because I was running the strobe light too much. But anyway, <laughs> uh, but uh, for what we're doing now, I mean, I, I turned it back in. Oinker kind of let it go when I got the place. He hadn't done much entertainment. And then I kind of brought it back. And, boy, yeah, prior to 03, when we were talking about the, the, the DD stuff earlier, mm-hmm. uh, man, this was like a mini rock and roll frat house almost (laughs) you walked in the back you know the big walls area so you and it it, it was 21 and unders could still come back to a certain point you know yeah it wasn't like just all 21 back here people today still there are still people think that That you can't come that you can't come down the ramp and it's like yeah no that's done yeah Uh, but uh but uh yeah this place you, you just walked in it was like where, where am I at? <laughs> we won't talk about the couch either. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, there was a couch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh that probably had to cure for cancer. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Revolutionized. I sent the boys out back. This has been about 01 or 02, so I sent the boys out. might have been Bless and Schneiders mm-hmm. to get a foosball table. Okay. We were going to put a foosball table in just for a little fun. 
They come back with a cow. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. <laughs> oh. oh my lord! It's set right about there on the dance floor, up against that wall. That yeah, the, there, the, yep. And it was here for about a year and a half, I think. <laughs> oh boy! Wow! I guess I was lucky enough to be. Uh, Pre the couch. Yeah. <laughs> but needless to say, moving forward, you know, history, and as you get older, and it is amazing because I'm a young guy yet, but uh, you just look back at some of this stuff and you're going, okay, so we were rocking in the early 2000s, and then we kind of took a hiatus, and uh, I got a little crazy and opened up another place, and that created a lot of problems and, and so on and so forth. And then we had the 08 dropped down oh yeah then i had some more issues and yada 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 so about 11 12 years ago already Thir- yeah is that right yeah 12, yeah 12 years 12, ago, 13 years ago we started doing the, the entertainment again and we brought in the open mic which ran for eight or oh yeah, nine yeah. years and and uh man we were having some good times yeah thursday we, nights that was a good thursdays time. were great and then the weekends you know we still had that supply of that older group you're talking about. And you're absolutely right about the, the, the age deal with the kids not wanting to come in. I mean, they got used to being at home. They got used to being outside. Yeah. So the indoor venues, at least what I see, and I talk to a lot of my band people too, and they see the same thing all over the country. Yeah. I've got, you know, the Nick Dittmars that tour of the country and the sugar Lime blues. I think they're doing a gig for new year's Eve in Colorado. Wow. Oh, cool. You know, yeah. they're all over. The, these people are all over. The country. So they see it. It's not it's, just our it's, area. It's not just our area. And so boy, right before COVID, I think we had, that was another deal. Like I said, that we had a band in here on that Saturday. And I mean, if anybody was going to get sick, they were going to get sick because <laughs> we were just yeah. banging. Cause there was, I mean, there was people down cause that was, I think one time it, it might've been, there was a, like same, same situation. There was like a bunch of people at the Holland Legion and one guy had it. Yeah. And then the, you find out like two days later, you know, whenever the old loan shark, the loan sharks of the health department start doing their old contact tracing phone mm-hmm. calls, were you at this location at this time and date? And we're like, oh shit, you know, what I do? What the security camera? Well, no, such and such, uh, five persons removed uh, had COVID. And I'm like, yeah. oh shit, you know okay, what I mean? Yeah, but there you go. Yeah. yeah, that's, I can only imagine. And so, yeah, so after that, then coming back now, it's all different. Thursday still kind of works, but, the the weekend gigs mm-hmm. they're just a 
coin flip. You know, you yeah. don't know what's going to shake because, like I said, everybody habits. You know, yeah, it, it's like anything. If we would shut down here for a month, let's say, and you're used to getting your pizza or hoagie from me, mm-hmm. and I'm not here for a month, and you decide to try out group A or group B, or right? After three or four weeks, those habits change. You're right. And 21 days, actually, yeah, I think. Yeah, I 21 think that, days. I think you're right. We'd have to fact. Well, if that's you're going to. Three weeks. Yeah. Huh? That's that's that's, three weeks. Yeah. yeah that's 21 weeks. days. So, yeah. so your habits change. And so people got. <laughs> I, I'm going with what May said. See? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just surprised I, I'm, you're agreed. You're in agreement. <laughs> God. But, uh, but yeah. And I mean, and, and so you we took two months of saying you can't go anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, almost three. Yeah. And people got used to staying at home. Right. People got used to going to other people's. I houses. know for a fact that whenever the first time, one of the few times that we actually did go out to eat after they opened the gates up with my kids, it's like that they were Neanderthals that were just emerging from the cave after mm-hmm. being locked up all winter. And it was like, we're never going out again. Ever. Can't tell you like, how many times I've told my kids to act like they've been in public before. Yeah. Like, especially after that. It's like, oh, God. But then a little one, I'm like, well, shit, I guess maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Soft skills I, you got to work. Has yeah. it become more of a, and, and this is going back to our event here. I mean, we took a little bit of a gamble Halloween weekend. Right. Um, but it worked out. We're going to say it worked out because we pushed it hard and we got great fans and they showed up. But they show up for shit. There's, a, strat- for there's shit. a strategy to it now, right? You can't just throw out whoever on a Saturday in June and expect right. it to work. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, sitting here right now, and, and again, you can talk to anybody that's in the business like I'm in. And, and like I said, I call, I'm in the entertainment business. Right. You know, I sell food and drinks and we do stuff. But technically speaking, people go out to be entertained. entertained whether yeah. it's through a meal or through a drink or through entertainment itself. So, so I'm sitting here going, I'm already six months down the road. Yeah. The only thing I haven't booked up much yet is live entertainment. Right. Just because it's such a gamble anymore, even if I do push it, uh, we just don't know. But the Thursday thing, like I said, that's just an easy dinner kind of mm-hmm. seven to nine. Got yep. somebody up here picking and grinning, and and it's easy, and, mm-hmm. and, and I'm not really looking for – Big, 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 uh, big pushbacks. Just yeah. more diners, yeah, than anything, and uh, so that's kind of where it is right now. But I'm I'm always down the road. Like we've got Supper Bowl and Mardi Gras, and and soon it'll be March Madness, mm-hmm. and then St. Patty's Day, and of course yep. Valentine's Day. Well, that's gonna be a rough week, guys. Jeez, oh, Pete. Why? Well, Supper Bowl is Sunday. Yeah. Fat Tuesday is Tuesday, and yeah. Valentine's is Wednesday. Oh, oh shoot. And yeah. that weekend, we got first in Maine playing. Oh, boy. <laughs> wow, that is a busy that is Time a to busy buckle trip. up. You know, and, and that's why I said, so I've got all this stuff planned already. Yeah. Right, yeah. Because you always got to be thinking ahead. And then, yeah. like you said, with like when you have last-minute cancellations and everything like that, sometimes you got a plan B, and other times you don't. And you just yeah. got to roll with it. Yeah, so, hey, we got, the, we got the entertainment business covered and the live one music. more thing before okay. we go to the entertainment okay. business okay. unless okay. this is where your canoe was pointed well yeah where our go buddy ahead. our buddy up in indy 
Who, Todd McComas? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He'd love, he'd love this place. Oh, I know. We, so we had talked to you before about doing some oh, yeah. some comedy stuff mm-hmm. and everything like that, and we got a guy. Okay. Casey, go ahead. Yeah, we I need we need to send Todd some. When we're here today, we need to cut a reel. So Todd sold out to Astra, what was that, a few years ago? Mm-hmm. That, that's where we met him. But we were fortunate enough when we started this podcast that Mm-hmm. He kind of, we kind of reached out. For we some made advice. a relationship that night when we went over there to the pot, to the Astra and cause he was on Pat McAfee's show. Okay. And then we met him over at the Astra and we're like, Hey, we're going to the, we're going to snaps. Right. Where Jacob, Jacob was bartending yeah, at the yeah, time. Yeah. Uh, and I said, Hey, we're going down to snaps. We're going to drink beer after the show. Do you want to go? And he's like, I like beer. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, we'll go. So, unbelievably he followed us back to the back to snap sat at our table we ended up getting annihilated made a huge made a great conversation made a great uh friendship and relationship with him well then fast forward a couple years we start this podcast thing and david was asking questions on you know what kind of what website or what what service were we going to use to uh basically push our distribute distribute our content uh across the internet and I just said, I told Casey, I said, piss on it. I'm just going to shoot Uncle Todd, Todd a message and see if he gets back with us. And asked him, because he, he's obviously a successful podcast mm. podcaster by this point. Messaged him up, and the guy got, he, he hit us back. And I thought, no way, you know. And, and, and that's what, I think it's, like, the, the podcasting thing is so cool, because everybody is, like, you know, yeah, sometimes it's frustrating whenever, you know, things happen and this you got to work through it, but everybody's always so supportive when this like in the podcasting world cuz it's it's just it's a new uh era of, you know, like information consumption and everybody wants sure. you know, more podcasts. So Todd was like, "Yeah, this is what I did. You guys should be great with it. It's it should be set up just for you. Uh try it out, see what you think." And the rest was history. He met up with, and and then he he agreed to uh, meet up with us up in Indy. We went up to Indy and did like a. We did this whole setup in a hotel room. Yeah, in a suite. Like whenever we were when we were carrying all this equipment in the building, I'm. Yeah, we had to tell the lady at the front desk that we weren't shooting porn. Like it's, it's nothing, nothing. Yeah, like it's a bunch of three hundred pound plus dudes walking in with a bunch of camera equipment. You know, they're thinking, oh, that guy with his mustache. Oh yeah. Oh God. You know. But so yeah, Uncle Todd, great. Uh, he's a true crime podcaster. He's got several true crime podcasts. He he he's a stand up comic and he is hilarious. He's actually a retired. Indiana State Indiana State Police uh, narcotics agent undercover oh undercover agent. So a lot of his stories and in his bits are from his experience from his experiences oh, yeah. with the force. But yeah. he he is hilarious, and we've we've told him about it, and uh, he's all about it. So we'll have to make that. We'll have yeah. to get that scheduled and get Uncle Todd down here because yeah. he we'll have is, to. He's hilarious. That would be fine because I, I ironically speaking, there's a guy local. Who's yeah, hitting me up. Yeah, we're friends yeah. with yeah Curtis Curtis Crow. Yep. Yeah, he's and, been on our show, and I've yeah. been on his and. Yeah, he's 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 a different genre of comic, you know, but like he he's still pretty funny. And you so. know, and here's the thing. For the entertainment business, it's not just about music. You're right. You know, I right. mean, that's why I said we we've done comedy in here mm-hmm. years ago. I yeah. mean, uh, we tried it. We've done, of course, I keep getting browbeat by some of my staff. We need karaoke back. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Uh, that turns into a 
Fooey. Oh, I love I do like, like, And you're good at it. David's good at it. Oh, really? Oh, very you good. Go, very His good. voice yeah, is a baby. mix of Fergie and Jesus. He sang, oh. he sang uh, for Overboard that night up here. I don't know. I, th- I think you that. had already I cashed out. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. when I understand that the kid gloves came off. I think somebody <laughs> might have got up on the stage and said, Okay, John's gone. Now let's go. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Everybody put it on That's John's story. Yeah. That's the story, man. No, we uh, we had a blast that night. But yeah, comedy and uh, like, you know, we, we talked about some like improv stuff, sure. you know, back in the day or whatever like that. But yeah. So we'll have to get something going with Uncle Todd and get something down here and get us a comedy show scheduled, and uh, we might be able to MC that. Yeah, we can work too. that out. That'd no be dangerous. And everything like that. <clears throat> Again, the versatility of the gaslight. That's yeah. for sure. So let's talk about, you've talked about the pizza, you talk about the hoagies a little bit. We've talked about the building, but let's dive deeper into the food. That's what I want. Aspect that, of it. Yeah, that's I, where I was So going. you've got a very unique menu because you've got some traditional dinner items. Mm-hmm. Then you've got the hoagies, mm-hmm. and you've got probably let's you know the pizzas. Yeah, right. is, is the big thing. Yeah. So that traditional dinner menu thing is nice if you're not into the hoagies and you're not into the pizza. Right. Um, I don't order from that part of the menu very no. often. I usually don't go into that area. <laughs> Your hoagies, though, uh, we could start with the hoagies. Just a unique blend and combination of you got a classic stromboli right you've even got a classic like hot ham and cheese Mm -hmm. right you do the italian uh, the italian Mm -hmm. which is not italian which is not yeah it's just the dressing that we use at the end yeah you've got the johnny dart that's where i want to go and then let's get into that let's get into that and then well hold on i I know this is a good story the sicilian is probably my favorite oh and then when you put that on the pizza oh that's even better because yeah. that's uh, it's unreal. But so we'll, let, let's, let's go to the Johnny Dark. Let's do it. <laughs> you want you want the John? Yes. Uh, let's hear the Johnny think, Dark story. Th- and it's not only me and Casey and David that want to know the juice, but you would not believe how many times that I have like either bringing people that have never been here before, or like when I worked at the mine, there was a lot of guys that would have to go to Jasper for some random reason, or have to go up to here this way, you know, that didn't live in this area. And they're always like, where's a good place to eat in Huntingburg? And at the time, it was, you know, the gaslight, you know, because there wasn't anywhere else to go. And because it was, you know, the place to go to eat, you know. And they're like, okay, what's good there? And I always would say the Johnny Dart. And they're like, what the hell is that? And I'm like, (laughs) just order it. it. Just order it, and then you will see. God, I love Johnny. I do, too. So, go. Go. I think it was 1986 or 87. That's when I was born, by the way. Yeah, just okay. so you know. There you go. Well, I was <laughs> already carousing, you might say. Uh, had graduated college, working here, yeah, late night, no food in the house, living at home yet, you know. Yeah, of course. Yeah, this way it works. And uh, so I start rummaging around in the refrigerator and i start seeing ingredients <laughs> i may not have been of sound mind for sure, <laughs> yeah. for sure. <laughs> which which by the way just to take a quick pause probably is some of the best uh ingredient or like what, what am i trying to say creation creations yeah, sometimes yeah. is when some of the best uh creations are created is whenever you are really uh locked in oh yeah, yeah. 
you know. And and so yeah, so it was like okay, so I found you know corned beef of all things. Yeah, that's wild to me. Corn beef. Yeah. I love a good Reuben. Oh sure, oh, yeah. make, yes, and we sir. make a good Reuben. That, yes, you and do. I left that, that off. We of, did I, leave that off, and that's Reuben. That's a uh, yes, traditional. Uh, but yeah, so it was like okay, here's this. Didn't want any lettuce. No, just wanted meat and cheese. Yes, and something to make it taste good. Yes, and I wanted my nose to run a little bit. Right. So you find the cheese. Yep. And you find the couple of different dressings. Yes. And you're thinking, well, what's the what's the runner? Well, hey, cayenne pepper. You can't go wrong with cayenne pepper. Right. So so the the Johnny Dart was then created. (laughs) Wow. It it stewed for about. 13 years. I Did think. it really? It, it just, nobody, nobody. I mean, I put it on the menu when I got here, yeah. basically. Yeah. And that would have been 96. And it just, yeah, after it, it even then, it just kind of well, uh, hovered around. Whenever right? you explain it to someone and they're like, what? It's got what on it? You know? Yeah. And then you go into the, like I said, we're not going to give away any industry secrets. No. But no, they're like. I'd have to kill you. Yeah, you, you know. know. <laughs> But it's like, you know, it's got this, and I think it's this, but I don't know for sure. And then it's got some cayenne on the top, and they're like, what? You know what I mean? That is, that's so weird. And I'm like, dude, it'll blow your mind. Yeah. It's like a sleeper. You know what I mean? It's a sleeper cell. You know what I mean? It's oh, a yeah. silent assassin. <clears throat> and I think it's awesome. Gosh, I love it. I do, too. So, so yeah. So, but here, here in recent years, yes, it has finally achieved the, the status it that deserves. it deserves. <laughs> uh, I I personally don't eat many of them anymore. Right. I, I do on occasion, but yeah. I mean, let's face it, guys. I've probably ate every menu item up here at least fifty or seventy five or a hundred times. Well, sure. I don't know for pizza. sure or no, more. I've, I've been known to eat pizza seven days a week for months. Yeah. You yeah, know for sure. Uh, and, I, <laughs> and if whenever you're cranking out the quality, you know that you do crank out. I mean, I don't. Yeah, really I mean, see a problem with eating that kind of pizza? No, seven not days at all. I mean, and you know, and here again, and hit you mentioned quality, and and we do buy the best ingredients that we can afford to keep the price reasonable. For exactly, everybody. and I think that's a battle. Like we were talking earlier about the whole grocery store debacles and everything yeah. else. But I mean, yeah, that there again with the way prices are and everything like that, it's got to be tough in the long run. But affording the best ingredients and making it. Yeah, making it affordable for the consumer, I think, right. is probably it's, it's is a, a battle. When I do the menu every year, which I do do the menu, you have to go through and do. I am a numbers guy, by the way. So if you need a tallier or something, yes, just, just let me know. But, I mean, every year, you, and you sit there and you wrestle with, okay, what's competition doing? Yeah, number one. for sure. And then you start looking at what Now, do you need at. scouts well, I have done that in the past. Do you need some scouts? We, maybe we could do uh, maybe we could do some black under, ops recon for, for John. shoppers. Yeah. yeah. You know that? Maybe, yeah, maybe we could do some scouts. Oh, we could go on some scouting missions for you if you Jeez. need. I, I, you'll be set on a budget though. <laughs> <laughs> so why so going back to the Johnny Dart, obviously your name's John. So that's is that where the Johnny Dart came from? Uh yes. And actually, you know, this has been a dart haven for decades. Exactly also. right. One of and the few dart leagues left. One right? of the yeah. one of the many things that the, that that the gaslight actually harbors that not very many people know of. Yeah, and, and there are some absolute 
dime droppers around here, like as far as dart throwers no. go. There's some really good dart throwers. They've, they've, they've kind of retired. Though. Yeah. We're, we're getting closer to the, <clears throat> I don't want to say the exit, but it's definitely getting thinner. You know, people. If again, I could, if I could, out. if I could swing it, I would do it because I love throwing darts. As a matter of fact, uh, me and the Bushy Boys, we oh, yeah. we went. Uh, Zach's got a hell of a nice setup in his basement. We we threw some cricket the other night. You know, mm, I really enjoy fun. it. Smoke Dog, you got one out in the lounge. I like throwing darts. You like throwing darts? I'm not real good at it. I know it's tough. Very frustrating. I'll throw you left-handed then. There's not a chance. You want to know who the biggest you. Mr. Uncle Bob Meyer? He's, he 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 <laughs> caught me on that one the other night. He said, "Hey, I'll I'll throw." What whatever it was, he said, I'll throw left-handed. And then they were like, well, you are left-handed, you son of a bitch. You know what I mean? so, he can shoot pool, like, pretty good. Really good. Well, and that's yeah. talking about darts and talking, you know, smoke brings up pool. A lot of those things have left these businesses. Yes. They're not, I mean, I don't know. You guys probably never had a pool table Never had here. a pool table. No. Had, had a foosball. We did end up with a foosball there table. There you go. Couch, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and after couch, we did end up with a foosball table. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, Ron's, those places, yeah. they just. They're, they're. Yeah. Ron's, what, Ron's always used to have the pool league. They've got, yeah. JR still has. Pool JR league. still has pool league. And then. Well, it's the same pool league. Just <laughs> and then what? And then what else was it? Like the overtime, they used the overtime to, they, they just had, had a valley table a valley in the back table. for fun. You know Take what I mean? Oasis and Ferdinand is part of that pool league. Is that yeah. right? But then here, the darts, and I think the darts is it's probably, uh, I mean, in its in its day, it was probably a oh, big it was deal. huge. Yeah. I mean, and and hence the name Johnny Dart because yes, I threw a lot of darts. I'm not nearly as good as I used to be, right? Because I used to throw every day. Are you good with numbers before darts? Oh, absolutely. Okay, I knew this old guy that I worked with back in the day, and he was really good with numbers, but most of it came from him throwing darts, like <laughs> just quick math to know oh, what yeah. he needed to yeah. do to close. Subtracting, out. subtracting. Yeah. That's tough. All right, I'm not good yeah. at it. Yeah, you'd need to bring somebody to do your or a calculator. What is that fancy with a bit? And a back Ab- abacus. <laughs> abacus. Abacus. There you go. I don't even know what that means. I mean, John, I struggled with <laughs> algorithm. Yeah, but I'm on the a heater. <laughs> the old algorithm. <laughs> yeah, but I'm back in. Let's now. not bring up stats. Either. <laughs> yeah, we we don't need it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, there was time. There were four places. There was here. There was the VF, yeah. which is where it originated. Yeah. That was the VF, and then it came here. Do they still have boards up there? I, I don't know. How I know. I've been in there for a while either. There, but, yeah, in the mid-80s, mid man, I mean, yeah, we had four different locations. And we were playing four boards in each location, and you were playing four people on a team. Wow. And so you had quite the draw then. Yeah, we had about seventy-five guys and ga- and women. Oh yeah, don't, don't get me wrong. There were a couple of women teams that would just no shit wanted to ruin their husbands' night away from them. <laughs> Absolutely. And oh, uh, you joined the dart league? Funny, oh, I've been practicing. Hey, that's kind of weird because I signed up last yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. And, Love and, playing darts with the girls. Oh yeah, we will kick your ass. Yeah. I guarantee uh, you. And so, so we had four different places, and then at the end of the night, one place would be the blind draw place to go to, and so everybody would kind to congregate at one place mm-hmm. this went on for four, four or five six years cool i think there was such an era yeah that we missed i know because it. it was all right before us bring it back we've talked about bringing a lot of things back mm-hmm. i like darts i do too man bars 
yeah. bars and music. Predom- <laughs> predominantly, I like bars. And music, yeah, yeah. Things that come with them. Now, I've always Big heard jukebox fan. I've always heard the old adage that pool tables only bring you trouble. They, that's all. You never. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've always heard that from a certain source. The only place you ever really got some want- wisdom. Go play pools in a pool hall. Yeah. And even there, you have issues because, you know, you got the sharks out there. Yeah. You know, you got the sandbags. The Bible space. salesman. Man, I tell suckers. you what, that's not pretty. We yeah. seen, so Justine and I had a unique experience a while back. I, I, it, it was, we, we had to take the dog to the vet. It was down in the, in the Princeton. And it was, it was probably a very unique, and I could be, uh, giving away our future business model, so I don't know if I should say it or not, but I'll just say it anyway because I don't really care, and I know. Well, it'll, thanks. It'll, I can edit it out if it's that big of a deal. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> if it's some earth shattering. No, thing. this place was a. It was a breakfast spot, you know, and it was. I mean, it was probably seven thirty, eight o'clock in the morning their time, and it was packed on a weekday. Okay. And they had a breakfast bar, not a buffet, but like a breakfast menu and everything, mm-hmm. and a pool table. And there was probably 10, 15, 20 guys in there. And I, I think they were playing nine ball. But they, you know, it's like they, that was like a thing that they had. And I, and I was, Justine That's and I were having breakfast. And I'm like, man, you, you do not see that anymore. You know what well, I mean? Well, they like, got a big third shift. Yeah, uh, Toyota. But population. a lot of these guys were just retired gentlemen oh. and stuff like that, too, you know. So I don't know. You just, you know, you don't, you don't see that very often. I told these guys, I said, man, that would be cool to have like a little breakfast spot somewhere with a pool table or a, some sort of, uh, I don't want to be screwdrivers. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't want to be chauvinistic, but like a, a gentleman's game, you know what I mean? Where it would be like a dart or a pool mm-hmm. or whatever. Shuffleboard. Shuffleboard oh, or yeah. foosball or whatever that would be, you know. So I don't know. I just think that's neat. So yeah, it's, um, I always wanted the, you mentioned pool halls. Roadhouse is one of my favorite movies. <laughs> and I've always wanted to operate like a roadhouse establishment. Well, in the early 80s, this was probably pretty close, close to that. The problem with that, John, is in the early 80s, I didn't exist. Yeah, and I didn't no. get to the uh, chance to be 20. to the game. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit late to the game. Yeah. So we so we go back into the menu okay. to reel back in. And like Casey said earlier, you know, when you, the Sicilian, yes. which everybody, when they say Sicilian, they're thinking like some big old meaty deep dish pizza. Right, right. And, and it's not that. Yeah. Not not at all. But it's a perfect combination. But it is. So where did that originate? That would have been Wendy. Yeah. Wendy came up with that probably 78 or something. Wow. So, yeah, some, I mean, you're right. Some, these sandwiches have been, been around for a minute. Yeah. Uh, but they've not always been pizzas, though. No, we did that a few years ago. So what? Right? So I, I don't mean to jump around, but well, we like when it comes from these sandwich creations that have been hoagies forever, and you say, "Let's put them on a pizza." Mm-hmm. I like that's earth shattering to me. Changer. Yeah, Game but how did it? How did it get to that point where where you sitting around? You had too many cocktails, and you're like. <laughs> I bet this would be good on a pizza. You ran out of bread because, because what is it? Is it necessity? Is the um, something of invention? Yeah, yeah, uh, create, yeah, 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 whatever. 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 Were you out of? Were you yeah, out of hoagie? Some more shit about. Were that. you? Were you out of hoagie buns? And you, you, you're like, well, shit. No. Let's just get a pizza crust. Boom, and then you put these no, things on no. there. Let's 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 go back to the the annals of our youthful age groups now. Okay. And they are all into 
snapping photos and oh yeah eating odd things mm-hmm. and finding new things and explaining this and so we're sitting here going well what can we do that would be along that same vein of here's something new for you try it this way and that's where that came from i guarantee it it was a home run because that johnny dart pizza on that and that like we don't come to the gaslight without leaving with one. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I mean there was times where we weren't even in the area. We were maybe in Jasper doing something or somewhere somewhere and I don't know how many times I'd stop in, poke my head in the back, hey Andy, pizza is the oven on? Yeah, dude, it never goes off. And I was like 40 bucks, large dart pizza. He's like, you're, you got it, brother. You know what I mean? And, and, and I mean, it is, it's, it was like a staple there for a while. Justin's like, you've got another pizza. I'm like, yeah, don't act like you're not going to eat it. You know? Yeah. But then that Sicilian pizza mm-hmm. with those, to, those, the pepperonis on top mm-hmm. when they cup up like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, that is the little pepperoni. Yeah. Yes. The little pepperoni. I love the little pepperoni. That's cat's oh, ass. That's there. always been a staple. We slice those. We get the sticks in. And we, we, we yeah, I know. (laughs) And, uh, you know, sometimes they get a little oblong on there, but for the most part, you know, we, we just. The other game changer for me, like you said earlier with the corned beef, and then you said, like, you guys make a quality Reuben, which you do. Your Reuben sandwich is badass. But the pizza. Oh, yeah. The Reuben pizza, pizza. Yeah. With the caper seeds. What, what the hell? Caraway seeds. Caraway seeds. Yeah. To to mimic those, uh, to kind of get that pumpernickel rye Mm -hmm. and all that shit, you know, but like that. That pizza there is it's a it's a unique pizza, but I can destroy one. Now what that has actually been around. We've made that. I think Oinker was here yet. Oh, is that right? I, I found that recipe someplace in Wisconsin was doing it. Wow. I was reading one of our magazines and and I came across it and I thought, that's kind of cool. So, yeah. So I, that's been being made here for yeah, 30, 30 years. So let's now. get let's get to the meat and potatoes of it. The gas pizza, oh, yes. because I love the gas. The biggest pizza. seller of all. Yeah, by far, or like, how oh. are the numbers close? It's it's got a substantial lead. Does it really? I love the gas pizza. Could you make that into a sandwich somehow? Ooh. You'd have to have a fork. Well, honestly, yes. I've made what I call an open face French bread <laughs> sandwich before and made a gas on it. Yeah, yeah, it's, oh, yeah. I mean, the gas is, like, you hear people talk about Supreme pizzas where it has maybe some olives and some of that other stuff, but this thing, legitimately, the gas, if you. It's all that in the kitchen sink. Oh, my oh, yeah. goodness. It, it, how did the gas come about? That, I found, actually, we were just looking at a menu that Brother Joe had, and I told him it's not the original, but I told I said, so I set him on a mission now. I said, keep looking. We might, you might have the original menu from 1972. The one that he brought over, I think, was 73. I think it was a second printing. The reason why I know this is because the brain sandwich isn't on it. Is that <laughs> there right? Brain, sand- brain sandwiches? On the original menu, there was yeah. a brain sandwich and turkey fries, too. Turkey fries. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But but the gas was on the original menu. Wow. And so, so, so you want a brief history of the pizza? Will you do that? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So here's how this works. So uh, a guy by the name of Kozel McCushion had a food service operation in Mount Carmel, Illinois. And how he got in here... I don't have a clue, but Warren 
met him, whatever, and he came in, and so there was Warren and Wendy and Oinker talking with Kozel McHugh, who was originally from Chicago. Okay. And relocated down to... Probably because he was in the mob and he had to hide. <laughs> he may be. Witness protection. That only makes that story better if you throw no, that little well, detail. Yeah, yeah, you never know. I mean, uh, so anyway, a name like Kozel McHugh. McHugh. Yes, yes. And so anyway, now, you know, so he came in and he showed us how, showed them, not me. I mean, I was here, but, you know, I wasn't. Busy washing dishes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Pearl, well, I wasn't Pearl died. Not, not at that point. At oh, that okay. point, I was just, they'd bring me in, set me on the counter seat, and just say, sit there. Yeah. Like, okay. You know. Anyway. <laughs> so he taught he taught them guys how to make a Chicago tavern-style pizza is basically. Chicago tavern-style. Okay. What, what we make. Because here's the other thing. Everything's pie cut except for the small pizza. You're right. Or, excuse me, party, party cut. Party cut, except for the small pizza. Small right. pizza is still pie cut, but all the other two sizes, the bigger ones, are all party cut. And they they do that way in the taverns in Chicago way back in the day, so that you could just be doing what you're doing and just grab a small piece mm -hmm. and just keep going. Uh. And then we always put the cheese on top. You don't see that anymore anyway. Right. We slice cheese. We probably slice, oh, I don't know, several hundred pounds a week of cheese and that's uh, cool so you get it in a full block yeah we 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 used to get them in 20 pound blocks i used to throw them down the stairs to me in high school you know, yeah hey, hey here's another one coming down you know you oh, <laughs> god, god guys of course then they play pranks on you throw a screen in the oven put it up on the top hey grab us that screen would you yeah, yeah, nice imprint on your hand you know things like that. fun yeah. stuff, fun right? stuff. <laughs> yeah and so he showed us how and that's where the gas came from is like here do this and then you you do all this on there. Now, that from then till now is still the number one selling pizza. Mm -hmm. Above sausage, above pepperoni, above sausage and pepperoni. Because, believe it or not, people do like a loaded pizza. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. And they like olives. Yeah. Of all things. Now, if all things that they do say we don't want on the pizza is olives. Yeah. But aside from that. Because the gas, it, it has green and black, correct? Oh, and I love them both. Oh, yeah. Banana pepper. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You give me a gas with yeah. some pepperoncinis. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Squeeze it all over. <laughs> yeah. You know, now, now I will say this, too. Uh, that crust and everybody, you know, we, we've had people over the years kind of get a little burr under their saddle because we don't make our own dough. Right. That's a whole nother animal. Yeah. That, you know, people don't realize that. I mean, we're not built to do that. No, you don't have the area. You're cranking out so much that you would never keep up. Well, yeah. you don't have the space and to be space. tossing dough. And 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 so that tavern style pizza, they never made the dough. No. They made these par baked crust and that's how we started doing this. Yeah. So for all these decades, we use a par baked crust. Now, prior to COVID, that crust that we had used for decades. Yeah, it went away. It went away. I remember that. Yeah, because you had to change sizes too, didn't you? Because yeah. you couldn't get the 14s or you couldn't get something, something there for a while. Yeah, the 9s and this and that. And and so then for six years now, it's been round robin of trying to figure out, okay, what's mm -hmm. going on? Well, here recently, our supplier, the guy we were talking to earlier, mm -hmm. Onate, their company, they found a crust. Good. So and how recent was this change? four months no shit Five wow months. so it's pretty recent and i like it because it's not thick 
but it's not like crack yeah. or thin. But the it, new, like, the new one or the old one? No, the new one now. Yeah, like the, the, the most, the most that the crunch, and I enjoy that. And I, I mean, I know it's with the the the, the heat on the bottom right, and everything right. the way. And like you say, with that that tavern style par crust or par boiled or whatever the hell you call it, par par bake, par bake. There, which is. we've yep. been doing that. You know, that's Murphy's. You know, Murph, uh, the Murphy's uh, oil oil soap. No, <laughs> not oil. <laughs> The, the uh, what, take and bake. Got it. Yeah, you know, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been yeah, doing yeah. par-baked pizzas for 40 years. No shit. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think it accents a lot of that. And it's it's got a nice undercarriage to mm-hmm. to take care of You're all. You're a big the, undercarriage guy. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I watch a lot of Dave Portnoy pizza reviews, you know, with the flop and all that shit, you know, which they're traditional pie slices. Oh, yeah. The undercarriage is key when you're looking at a heavy stacked pizza, right? Yeah. You know, when you got a lot you of sauce, have, you got a lot of shit. You, little, you don't want that thing to be you need so a quality undercarriage. So uh, you don't want it I to got be a so power flop. <laughs> yeah, so floppy ass in the middle that you can't. Now, here's one thing I will tell you, John Songer. Uh-oh. I, I, this comes from my core. Oh no, you would not believe how many times we have had the conversation about the party cut versus the pie cut. And I myself, I hate to say it, but I I am probably more of a pie cut guy. Yeah. I think it would probably blow my mind if I ordered a, uh, like a large gas or a large pizza from here and, and requested it to be pie cut because I think it would probably be pretty tough. It, it wouldn't work. Well, It'd be pretty tough to oh, eat. Oh, yeah, it would work. Yeah, it would yeah, work. It would work. We, we've done that thing called the ultimate gas. Oh, yeah. And that is pie cut. Yeah, that thing's because gargantuan. Yeah, I mean, it'll it'll hurt you. What? The ultimate gas. I don't know. I've- Does it still – do you still have uh, – now, that crust is probably custom order type Oh, no, thing. no, no. no. Oh, so you, it's, it's the same one. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, because of the style of that crust being the not thick but not thin. It, right. Like I said, we've done, we've had dough balls, we've had you know dough sheets. Right. And tried making a gas on those, and it just doesn't support it. That's what I'm saying. It, it doesn't, doesn't have a good undercarriage. Yeah. <laughs> no undercarriage, baby. I need that undercarriage, you know, because you got a lot of stuff on there, yeah. and it just, it's got to be supported. Yeah. That's right. I don't know. Like I don't know. We and we we've we've covered that early on. Yeah. You know, in one of our shows. But that like was up one here, of our questions. Up here, if you if you brought me out a pizza and it was um and it was pie cut and not the party cut, I wouldn't know what to do. Like if you brought me out a gas and it was cut that way, I'd be like, mm-hmm. What are you what are you doing? <laughs> Like I, I don't know that's if I can handle MF, it. That's they call that. Yeah. An MF, you know what I mean? Yeah, foobar. Yeah, like, I don't know what that would be. The hell is this? Um, what is your favorite thing on the menu? Yeah, I was hoping you would get there. Yeah, and this has got to be tough because this being your it kind of be like picking your favorite children. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, and I don't do that. That's well, you, that, you guys have children now. You do not have a. Thing. You would no. say it's your daughter. Every, well. <laughs> Easy, easy. That's, the brothers already have witnessed that. Uh, <laughs> sure, we never got to do any of that when we were. Well, maybe. I think it's just because that's a baby child thing. Right. Like it's a youngest child thing. Because right. that, that we, yeah, you know all about that. And so <laughs> we always give my brother shit too. Like you little, yeah. yeah well, they're boy. wore out by the time they get to you. Yeah, you know? I mean, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Like you guys have done. Oh, you've been running through the rye. You know? Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. But anyway, go favorite, ahead. Favorite, favorite. Oh, God. 
Boys, I don't know. Yeah, it's. I tough. mean, I really don't. I mean, on a, on a, on. A, <clears throat> let's say you've had one of them late nights, and the next day, and you're just kind of. You know, you got to eat. You just got to eat. Yep. So what's the best comfort food to just have something there through watching a ball game and you're just kind of lounging? And I guess nachos. Yeah. My wife loves My mom. your spicy chicken nachos. Yeah, see, I, I but I like the, the nacho supers, nachos. the super nachos. Oh, you're talking chili, about I'm, with the chili, chili baby. Yeah, when those my, are pretty good. When my mom, I think it was when my mom was pregnant with either me or my brother, one or the other. But that was one of the things on the list. That and a truck stop uh, <laughs> lemon meringue pie, yes, yes. or whatever the oh, hell yeah. that shit was. My mom said, "Dad, I was born in December, of course, and, mm-hmm. and they were." Mom said the one time, Dad, it was, you know, snowing to beat hell, and Mom sent Dad to the truck stop at like 3 o'clock in the morning for a slice of pie, you know. But my mom, still to this day, when she comes up here, or I find out that me or my brother will come, you know, whatever, and she's like, bring me some nachos. Bring me some nachos. So that was always the super nachos. I can, I can remember as a kid when we'd come up here, uh, when we were fortunate to come out and be allowed to be brought in public. <laughs> Um, you're unchained from yeah the wall we would uh we'd order pizzas obviously and then it'd be nachos and then breadsticks oh yeah where it was kind of the big thing it would be a meat lover's pizza and then probably whatever the kids yeah, I w- would go but uh <laughs> one of, one of the that wild that's one cool. of the biggest things it, it was wild um was mom always got the corners on the pizza? Oh yes. And when she passed away, you still you told us that, yeah. And when she passed away, it was Janelle grabbed a corner, and I was like, whoa, whoa, "What whoa, are whoa, you whoa, whoa, whoa. doing?" <laughs> and then I was like, "Well, you know." But it like you think about, it's kind of crazy because this place is an institution, and when you have institutions, you have memories here. Oh God! And I would say that that probably one of those big, you know, one of those memories is Gaslight Pizza. Those corner slices, you didn't touch them because they were mom's. Right. Mm. And those nachos and everything else. But also, I've had some... When Janelle and I first got married and together, when she moved down here, when we were building our house, we were here probably every Thursday for sure, (laughs) plus another time throughout the week. And we would just... We'd we'd been working on the house. We'd be able to come in late. We'd catch the end of open mic. And we'd just eat and just have a few beers and relax. And it was great, but... Uh, this place holds a lot of fond memories for me here. Now, Dave, I know you're a little bit of a transplant, but uh, your fond memory might have been taking the stage to sing a little uh, little yeah, tune. Yeah, luckily it was on video. Yeah, tell tell us now, not to put the spotlight on you, but here real quick, as a transplant and you not being used to like growing up with this staple, what's this like? What is your favorite menu item? Obviously, we probably know what it is already, but what what's one thing that you enjoy about here? Yeah, the favorite menu thing is the Johnny Dart. That's, but I haven't had everything on the menu. I True. don't know if I've ever had the gas before, and I love that loaded pizza. Oh, God. oh boy. So. Well, we may have to come back after. A while. <laughs> yeah, so I just stay for the buffet, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I. I guess I'm not sure. I, I don't like. I don't have a favorite memory or anything. It's just, I've never been here and had a bad time though. Exactly. Well, that's it's a good it's thing. just a lot of the. <laughs> I don't know. Just it would have been a bad time for you to say. And I think he would say. probably would have said if he did, because Dave's a pretty straight shooter. Yeah. Well, this, that guy one time and whatever. Yeah, no, I'm always telling Jen, like, we don't come out to eat very often, uh, but this is always where I want to go just because it's a comfortable place. Well, mm-hmm. it's just hell of a living room to hang out in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. And, and that's the whole point. You want it to be comfortable. I think as a kid, for me, like every time – 
that like the Italian sub, like for me, mm-hmm. when I was a kid, like every time I take half Italian chips and a pickle. Okay. You know what I mean? And that was, that was, that was me like forever when I was a kid. And then obviously, but I'm not a big Strom guy. See, now there's people that I know that would drive for miles and miles to get a gaslight Strom. Mm-hmm. My mom, one of them. She's I'm a, not a Stromboli guy. I'm not either. a Strom. See, guy. I didn't know it started as a sandwich. The first time I ever had it was a pizza. Oh, wow. And uh, well, a true Stromboli is a yeah, hoagie. It's a right? hoagie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Grinder, hoagie. Grinder. You know, see, that's, so. there's a local place down in uh, Fort Branch that they, they market theirs as a grinder. Grinder, yeah. Yeah. You know, same, so. same difference. And, and that's just the back kitchen stuff we're talking about. You know, and the pizzas, let's face it, you can get any kind of combination. Exactly. Stuff, you know, right. But you up, don't you up, don't have a veggie pizza on the menu though, yeah, do you? Do. Oh, yeah. do you? I never look at it. I yeah, guess. really. Yeah, and then up front wise, what I mean, what what's that other? I mean, you still got well, you do pork chops, burgers, stuff like that. Too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, cheese uh, tortellini. Cheese, well, cheese tortellini. Yeah. Uh, very, very, very broad menu. Very broad. Uh, I guess up front because that's on there too. The burger has changed over the years. BJB. But, but the one that's the one thing that's been on there since day one is the tenderloins. Oh yeah, the breaded or grilled mm. tenderloins, and yeah, and you know for years and years, your old buddies the Merkleys, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we were using their tenderloins here for years. You know, the pre-cut, yeah, you know, all that. Mm-hmm. And then once I got here, uh, we everything we do on that is we get we get the whole pork loins in, yeah, and we cut them, yeah. So we go through. You know, a couple of pork loins a week. Right, they're, they're all hand cut, and we cut them for the pork chops, eight ounce chop. And guess what? We do a four or four to five, four to five ounce tenderloin. So it all you, you, you cut, pounded out. You know, yeah. You hear something in here going bang, bang, bang. You know, somebody's beating a tenderloin out. Uh, yeah, front, you know, that's something that I feel like is a is pretty much like a Dubois County staple. I feel like everybody's got to have a pork tenderloin on their menu. Mm-hmm. Here I think be, it's an Indiana thing. Is it mm-hmm. up yeah. north too? Mm-hmm. That's I'm cool. actually in a Facebook group about just a Hoosier <laughs> breaded tenderloin. <laughs> uh, what is so the gas leads on the pizza side, but what's the top menu item? Is it the gas or is it what? Uh, what do you seem to? What do your numbers say sells yeah. the most? Uh, you know, pizza in general, obviously, is our number one claim to fame, and after that's the hoagies. And so then, yeah. So then you just break it down from the pizza side, and it, it probably is the gas. I mean, I, yeah. I could I could go up right now and get those numbers and tell you. <laughs> yeah, we uh, don't have to be. But, we're not that you know, particular you know, on this show. But, yeah, effects are just kind of yeah, yeah with yeah, us. Yeah, you know. But uh, but here again, then then the meat lover probably. Oh yeah. You know, and then after that, I'll tell you what. The Johnny has kind of worked its way into mm-hmm. being a. Uh, now did you know, putting the Johnny Dart on pizza did that help lead to a, a kind of a resurgence in the uh, selling of the hoagie johnny dart actually i think might have detracted a little bit wow really? yeah. yeah yeah i've seen some different variations of the johnny dart pizza too that i'm not really keen on or haven't really tried myself you don't like the pickles the pickles oh man. yeah the pickles are great Did I, somebody said that and i i i've i may have had a slice but i don't really remember having it yeah. but uh dude on a reuben too is that right oh yeah Pickles yeah. on a Reuben? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, so the, there was a table down here one night, and they were like, they had a big, it was a giant dark pizza, but it had dill pickle slices on it. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Like, how could you? 
<laughs> defaced oh, yeah. such a beautiful masterpiece. And they're like, no, dude, game change. Well, Try it. BHP down the street here, my yeah. accountants. I mean, hey, they get a Reuben pizza there. <laughs> they are Johnny Dart. They've got pickles on the, it. And that's not just your regular run of the mill pickle chip either. Oh, is that Ooh, not right? That is a spicy oh, pickle. Oh, sure. Pickle slice. Pickle slice. Oh, crinkle my. cut. Yeah. Ooh. Crinkle you know, cut. I mean, Dave over know, here is like, <laughs> Dave's like a little kid at Christmas. Like, he wait. He's, <laughs> he's salivating. <laughs> he sees the kitchen getting fired up well, and getting yeah. ready. And he's yeah. like, shit. A lot of, the mean, wheels are starting to turn. You know, here, my boys. job is to make you hungry. Yeah. Well, you know, you, uh, you're good. winning. You know, yeah. if you take that, like you, Mace, you love that Italian. So you start off with a little that mayo that's. Similar to Miracle Whip, you spread right. that on there, and then of course you go with a little Swiss, a little American, mm-hmm. a little Mott's, mm-hmm. sandwich some ham in there, throw that on the screen, put her in the oven, bring it out. Now it's not it's done yet. Lightly toasted. It's see that's the other thing. People think the Italian should just be harder, right. hard as a brick you know, bat. No, it's it's a it's a lightly toasted sandwich. If you're going to eat it the right way, that's the way you eat it. So then you finish it off with a little lettuce, a little tomato, a little golden Italian dressing drizzled oh, all on yeah. both sides. That's it. That's the key. Yeah. Dave, then, Dave's over here about to have a stroke. <laughs> then pepper. Oh, yeah. And garlic salt. Oh, boom, God. Put her together. Slice. Boom, boom, boom. Out the Butter door. it up. You're yeah. good to go. So why? So that you bring up a, a, a point there. The sliced in four pieces. Has it always been that way? Always. Mm-hmm. And always. I like that. Is there a reason behind it? Sometimes you you know I th- my personal opinion would be if you you, you got a half you right. know what I mean. Sometimes you don't. I mean the, the way the I don't know it just works. It does. <laughs> and, and well, here's the thing. Now think about it. This I, I get that it works because that's why they do it there, big fella. But I'm looking for a little bit of that origin story of well, one night we were drunk and we were eating a uh, half and no. it all fell out of the bottom and we figured going into cutting that half into half to make quarters. Was well, a little bit better. That, uh, maybe I don't know. You'd have to talk to Anchor about that. Uh, that. That was when they they created that four slice deal. But that part of that was because we did make half sandwiches. Out right, of it, right. You know? Yeah. Anchor always did. Yeah, you know, we had a full nacho, a half nacho, and a quarter nacho. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> a quarter, <laughs> quarter nacho. nacho. That'd probably be guys. tough. I have people still to this day to walk in. Can I get a quarter order of nachos? And I'm like, no, we don't do that no more. <laughs> quarter order of nachos. But anyway. Uh, 1985 you. called. They want their menu back. Hey, Papaw. No more. But the thing about that sandwich is now, here, here I got a conundrum for you to think about. Here we go. Uh-oh. Okay, now this is something for you guys to investigate and come back with an answer for me down the road. Got okay. It. Where do you go across this country? You get a foot-long sandwich, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Do you know how hard it is to find a 12-inch hoagie bun? No clue. Probably pretty difficult. That's pretty difficult. Because it Let's probably go. comes in 14, 16, and... No, eights. Eights. Eights, tens. Oh. Twelves huh. are like, oh, we we use one. But yeah. I've not always been happy with it. That company changed hands, too, and... You know, it's kind of, you know, it it comes in not a hundred percent consistent the way you would like it to as a ah, owner. Really? Yeah. You're looking at it going, yeah. and then some people get a little burr because it doesn't taste quite the same every time. Well, that's unfortunately nothing I can do, unless you're going to open up a bakery and start making <laughs> right, <your own. laughs> right. And yeah. we did buy them from a bakery, the Jasper Bakery years ago. And yeah, we bought them from there. Years right, ago. that's cool. But 
as far as I've gone to food shows, and of course I deal online a lot like everybody, and I'm looking and I'm looking, and it's like the only ones you find are like double the price of the one I'm paying for. It. Wow. Like, but we sell, mindset, a foot-long sandwich. Exactly. I can't figure this one out. That's wild. <laughs> we'll have to call our friends at uh, Subway, see what they got going on over there. Yeah, I think they, well, they get them all in in Demi Lowe's. That's I right, they and then bake. they bake them themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah bake, so that's yeah. probably the thing. Huh. Yeah, you would think that'd be pretty commonplace for a foot-long sandwich. You Because that is pretty much everywhere. Industry standard, yeah. you would yeah. think, yeah. Huh. What what if like it's a, actually a foot long or if it's just a 10-inch and they just sell it as a foot long? Bingo. Bingo. That's, that, that's another thing because I'm telling you right now, you know, uh, the big three, they sell a 14-inch pizza, right? Mm-hmm. How much of a circle is that on the outside edge? Usually about an inch. Mm-hmm. So you're getting a 12-inch pizza with product with an inch of crust True. all the way around it. Yeah. And Unless we, you want to pay that up charge for the stuffed crust, you know it's really yeah, not, yeah, not worth it's it. It's not worth it, you know. And and so so we make again that Chicago tavern style, but then they brought out the big New Yorker years ago. Oh you yeah, know, and and that's everything out to the edge, which obviously we've been doing it that for, way. Years. for years. For years, yeah. You know everything's always out to the edge. So everything that's perception. a that's a huge thing too, because I know a lot of people that will literally leave their crust lay. Like they just won't eat. That's waste. You know what I mean? There's yeah. just there's nothing there. It's just bread. You're just taking away spots that you could potentially eat more product. Right. So there again, that's a that's another huge advantage of the of the tavern styles. So. Mm-hmm. The uh, changing gears. Let's talk about some other things. You can host private events back here, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, you guys do a bar catering service as well. We do. And then you've talked about Raider Wednesday. Uh, which is a big thing, but you also do a fundraising arm too. Yes. So you, I mean, you said you're in the food and entertainment business. You're actually, yeah. you've got some other irons in the fire that we haven't talked about yet. Uh, just, I guess a little bit about that. How did, you know, the take and bake fundraiser come to be Raider Wednesday, which is very popular kind of come to be, um, you know, and then if anybody wants to, you know, have their events here at this backspace, like, just a little bit about those other avenues you got. Well, I guess I guess the simplest thing to, to to get started on here is that it's like any business. You're always you're you're you've got to find another way to bring revenue in. Right. I mean, that's just the nature of being in business. So you don't go to the clothing store and find one style of jean, you know. Exactly. They've got Ten or twelve, yes. Well, and if you and go to these big and tall stores, John, with slim pickings. Yeah, it's slim yeah, pickings, yeah. anyways. Yeah. But you're not a portly fellow, yeah. so you don't <laughs> you don't know what that's like. <laughs> but but you know, but that's the thing. Over the years, I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a, I'm a marketing guy. You know, I mean, uh, and I'm a numbers guy. So you know, really, I I know how to cook. Uh, but really, I guess my job descriptions that I am a finance and marketing guy. Exactly. You know, that's that's what I do. And so you are always squeezing pennies because that's another misconception by the way about the food and beverage industry unless you're lucky. That that bottom line it isn't real thick. I wouldn't imagine. I could no. not. <laughs> you know, why would anybody would put themselves through all this fun? <laughs> <laughs> 
two, two work seven days a week, usually 364 days a year. I don't have a clue. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but you're always looking at other things. So, so the, I guess let's start with Raider Wednesday real quick. Okay. Because that's the longest thing that we added in. And, and that came about, I was a member of a marketing group uh, many years ago, 15 or 16 years ago. And so I, this guy presented this marketing idea. And I thought, you know, that's kind of cool. And, and I know that our neighbors to the south, I think Heritage Hills, they had the, the, the quarterback club. Quarterback club. Yeah. Okay. And that was going on about that same time, too. But uh, uh, this guy was talking about his place, and it was in Oregon somewhere. And so I, I, I rolled that around in my head, and I talked to my buddy Walt Ferber. And me and Walt, you know, like I said, 07, 08, we were just getting ready to hit that other big dip they called the uh, – great recession uh-huh. you know people forget about that too that's not been that long no, ago that was so, a bag beater man. so so we're sitting here going how do we bring more people in you know yeah so so we're sitting here going okay so we we hashed over and said how about if we bring in the athletic teams from the school and you interview them and we you know take care of the coach's meal and and uh, it got to the point now to where i kicked money back to the booster clubs right you know because hey yes i'm bringing you in so we're generating revenue revenue that's what we do but we're also wanting to give back also exactly and so walt and i discussed that and i said we don't want to just do football because football is the the big the biggest yeah that's what we talked about that but there are so many kids that are out there busting their tails whether it be with football, or cross country, basketball, baseball, all of them. You, know, you even include band in these. Yeah, later yeah, ones. and yeah. we we now we that happened a few years back, about six or eight years ago. We started including band because, man, I tell you what, those kids. Yeah, that's crazy. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, a lot of people don't understand that workload, yeah. but it's a and, bunch. And then uh, and then I uh, we started including the cheerleaders mm-hmm. because again that's. There's competitive cheerleading I mean, competitions and everything else. Just under like the table. I, I was a cheerleader. Is that right? <laughs> I, I, I was the one of the original Southridge male cheerleaders. Yay, Rob. Yeah, we Yay, did Rob. basketball season. There was me and about four other football players. Is that right? <laughs> we had fun. That's right. But getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning and going out to the gym. Yeah. And working on stunts and this and that. I mean, that's not easy work. <laughs> oh, no, you yeah, know? for sure. So, so we thought, yeah, so we brought all these kids in, and uh, that's we're 16 years in. That's cool. That's wild. Real cool. And then you go back to your, ta- your, your fundraiser stuff. The fundraiser And then stuff, yeah. I think, like, the, the hosting of the, like, the, the uh, no-fee party room or whatever you call right, it. Yeah. Right, yeah. You don't charge to rent, right? You we, just you just reserve or how's that work? Well, it depending on the size of the group. You yeah. know, there's always a rub, you know. Yeah. You get some people that they do indeed want the entire back room, but they've only got thirty or forty people. Yeah. And then you gotta charge. Then we've yeah. gotta we've gotta upcharge you a certain amount just because. Yeah, we got mouths to feed around but here. But we get a lot of, uh, you know, I'm sure, I think you guys have been in here for oh, yeah. class reunions. Yeah, hell yeah. And we do a lot of class reunions, and, and it's like, you know, 
if, if you get me 75 people, I'm, you don't have to worry about anything. Exactly. You know, yeah. you, you got, you want the whole building. Now that's a whole nother. Yeah. Whole ball of uh, wax there. Uh, then we have to talk because see, that's the other beauty of the versatility of the building. We can always just have you down here and still have that front room yep. open yeah. and still be doing our for, care for public dining and care things out. like yeah. that. And, and so that, that's been a staple, you know, and here again, that was something I thought of many years ago after the crackdown of Oh three on the driving while under the influence. And, you know, again, these are things that came about just because you had to start making modifications for sure for that lost revenue. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, uh, and the fundraising we're, we're just getting rolling too with the, uh, with the uh, uh, pizza fundraising, my sister actually got me started on. Is that right? Uh, Ten years ago. She's down at the, uh, what is that, Southern Indiana Career and Tech School there off Lynch Road. Okay. And so, you know, that she said, hey, could you guys do pizzas? And I said, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? And so we, were, we actually went down there and used their kitchen facility. Oh, Because cool. they have a hospitality side of the equation oh okay there. yeah and beautiful kitchen love to have a kitchen like that yeah but, uh, they, we would go down there now we make them here mm-hmm. and uh i actually just finished taking my work home with me a couple weeks back yeah uh built a garage took a little longer than what i expected but it's it's finished pretty healthy so, size garage though yeah we're going to That's on the one, one side of it's about the same size as our back kitchen here and uh, we'll be making be... our fundraising pizzas there nice so the um the fundraising pizza, it's kind of a double, it's kind of a win-win for you. One part of it is you're getting the name out there. The second part of it is you're obviously benefiting the community, which you have a, seem to have a strong for, you know, you do a lot of things, you donate a lot. Um, but the third thing of it is you keep your people busy selling pies right. and you make a little bit of money off of yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So that's a, that's I guess a great deal, man. Triple win. Yeah. Great. So, you know, and, and that's still the thing. Like I said, we've been here for so many years and, uh, you know, the people, you know, when, when you talk, think about it, you, I see great, great grandkids. Yeah. Now when yeah. I was that small. Yeah. And, and that's wild. Just, isn't it? you're just looking at these groups come in. Like yesterday we had a group call and, and, you know, there was 20 or 30 of them. And, and the eldest one I, I remember seeing, he was probably about 75. Yeah. And then you had all these miniatures running around too, you know, <laughs> it's like, and, and where do you go? That's cool. Yeah. You That's know? cool. So yeah. we do these interviews and we have a couple times. And at the end, we always give the interviewee an opportunity to ask us some questions. So let's take a couple seconds. If you got anything off the cuff that you would like to ask us, and then before we close out, and yeah, so let her rip. You got any questions for us? Anything you've been wondering about other than the twelve-inch sub debacle? <laughs> <laughs> what do I wonder about you? I do wonder about you guys because I'm wondering what in the hell are these guys doing? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, when we figure it out, we'll let you. Yeah, know that for sure. Yeah. yeah, so I guess I it's probably been asked. So yeah, why why are you doing this? Uh, I think gluttons for punishment. Well, <laughs> I think the why it are, the why may be different for everybody, but I think one common thread of it is is we've become good friends, 
Mm. And we were sitting around drinking, and it just was like, you know, maybe we ought to record this because mm. there's other people having these conversations. Yeah, mm-hmm. There's other people that have these thoughts. And uh, I think the why for me that's carried through so far is, <clears throat> one, it's a lot of fun. I don't do this in my daily life. Mm-hmm. Like, And I've always thought about a podcast mm-hmm. uh, doing one. Not that I have the world's best ideas, but I, I'm a conversationist. I love having conversations with people. I love having conversations with random people. Never met a stranger kind of approach. And I think this is one way to do it for that outlet. But, I, you know, I think we're just having fun with it. Mm-hmm. And it's it doesn't feel like work. There's days where it's stressful and frustrating. Right. Kind of probably like this place. But, you know, the why for it is some of it is there's it's an untapped industry in this area that you don't see a lot of people now there's been a few other podcasts come up and we're not new to the game i mean right we you know you mentioned curtis earlier like he's obviously he's been doing it for, been a long for time. doing it a long time but with this format here we love southern indiana and we love our home and i think that's another big thing of it too yeah. is yeah we'll always talk about where we're from and, sure. and, and how it is. And yeah. so it's kind of that outlet. And I think we've even had that conversation of, wow, if we would ever make it to a national stage, we're not looking to change anything. No. I guess who we are, where we're from. So what about you, Smoke? Uh, I think most of the why is probably better asked why not. I mean, same thing. Enjoy it. Have fun doing it. I think what made me want to dive into it with these two guys <clears throat> Is a difference in our backgrounds. Um, if there was ever like a odd couple, well, uh, like thruple. some golden reason, you know, there's so many people anymore that are so afraid to talk and 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 create a relationship with someone if they're if they have any different outlooks. The first time I met Casey, I was mfing him to Mace about his daggone concession stand horse shit with middle school baseball and like i met him like that he was like hey this guy thinks you're a shit coach and i'm like yeah and then we end up bullshitting and we get into how you're supposed to wear your hats backwards or not and we didn't agree on much we were all able to talk about it nobody got butt hurt butt hurt and well i'm never talking to this guy again i'm like man so that's what the world needs more of is everybody's got an opinion and at the end of the day it doesn't matter but it's cool to right. sit down and talk about it. Yeah. Maybe learn yourself something yeah. from somebody. Just out in the garage one time, Casey come down the lane, or Dave just randomly shows up. We're drinking beer, hanging out, I think out at my house or somewhere. Yeah. And we were just like, I went out to piss, and they come back in, and they're talking about a podcast. And I was at the mine at the time. I was, I mean, that's all I did was was consume podcasts. Like mm-hmm. I had that, you know, 10, 12 hours a day just listening. Because, you, you know, you listen to the radio and it's the same shit over yeah. and over and over. Yeah. And it's tough because that's what the people want to listen to. And then I'm like, you know what? Dave's got all this recording equipment. I mean, a lot of, you know, older stuff. We've definitely upgraded tremendously, <laughs> oh, <for sure>. yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, in the, you know, since then. But, yeah, watch episode one. Oh, God. But, the, you know, and it's like we were we were talking about all these random things. And he's like, man, we should. We should uh, we should start recording this shit, you know, and we did. And, and it's just, you know, here we are, you know, a year and some change later. And, you know, the smiles and the gratification and the, 
you know, like the, the being able to help out with things around here and there and shit like that. That's what I really enjoy. And I think that's one thing. And another thing my wife always says, it's the cheapest hobby I've ever had. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so <laughs> that, uh, that's a huge deal for me, too. So Well, I guess right. welcome to the entertainment business. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah. We, you know, we are in it. It's, it's uh, yeah. you know, kind of what you are. You are now official entertainers. Yeah, that's uh, cool. Like me it? on a small scale. Yeah. You know, we're trying, we're trying to push out. Yeah. yeah. We're trying and, to get and out there. It, it'll get there. I think I got a radius of about 30 miles, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> well, at least local diners. We do sell stuff all over the country. On That's cable, cool. So That's real cool. Well, you're a commercial John from the gaslight. Yeah. Hey, it's hey, John from the gaslight. It's John from the gaslight. Yeah. You know, that, that right there is a coin <laughs> phrase <laughs> that'll live forever. Uh, any more questions for us? I don't know. Well, we don't have to. We don't have don't, to spill them all out. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I, there's I, be there'll be many times. I, I'm sure that I will revisit your stage, and I will. Good deal. Uh, That's like perfect. Today that was kind of freewheeling. I will put together a list of. I know. Of, there we go. There's <laughs> that. There's that, John. There's that, John brain going. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get this all put together. So tell us, tell us, or the listeners, tell the wanderers anything that you want them to know. This is your chance. This is your really. Stage. This is my chance. There oh you go. God, kind of a final thought. Yeah, this final, fi- we'll all that. go around. It's yeah. a final thought. Okay, yeah. final thoughts. Okay, final thought. Honestly, this has been the most perplexing idea that I've ever tried to figure out why I'm always viewed this way. But we're not a bar. Exactly. We are a restaurant that has a lounge. There you go. But people talk to me and, oh, your bar, your bar. How's, how's your bar doing? And I'm like, dude, okay, I'll, I'll just field that question. Yeah. Lay it, you know, sweep it under the rug there. But when 80% of what you do has nothing to do with alcohol. Yes. You're not a bar. You're not a bar. But. I think because of the entertainment and all the years of it, people just randomly assume that you are a bar. Makes uh, sense. And I mean, yeah, it's it's probably tough to break the mold. But I like mean, you said that eighty yeah. percent is is a big thing there. I mean, that's why the name that I changed it to all the years gone by now is the Gaslight Pizza uh, and, and Grill. Grill. That's right. Hmm. Yeah, makes total sense. That's a good one there. That's a good one. So real quick, hours of operation. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, 4 to 9, Wednesday through Saturday, 11 till 10, and Sunday is 11 till 8. Those are all newly freshened up because of COVID. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We do have a lounge. Yeah. And so if there are some characters wanting to watch ball games and they go past 10 o'clock, we're here. Yep. Full menu, full carryout. Uh, Obviously, copious amounts of family seating for dining and everything like that. Uh, Party room available. Entertainment booking wise, you, if you got a band and you're looking for someone to play, hit up the Gaslight because they got an awesome. The acoustics in this building are phenomenal. Yep. Uh, and other than that, I, I'll just piggyback off that. And my final thought: I have so many memories here as a child. You know, you growing up around my old man. <laughs> you know, 
growing up in the in in the in this you know Holland Huntingburg area, my grandparents knowing your mom and dad, oh yeah, you know from the furniture refinishing finishing business, and you know with Grandpa being on the fire department, and just a community staple that obviously holds a very very close part of my heart, you know. And then obviously we know the other one down the street down there, the overtime, right. you know. That's when we were younger. I mean, it was it was literally. The, I'm surprised there's not like a permanent footpath for me from back door to back door there. <laughs> well, for they a long have time. redone the sidewalk. Yeah, we did. Yeah, <laughs> for for a long time. But I just want people to know, like John said, there is obviously a lot more to the gaslight than than just the bar back here. But the pizza, the hoagies. I mean, everybody has their favorite. Everybody has their. Um, you know, they're, they're staple when they come in. But I think the thing that I take away the most when I come in here is that, you know, everybody's always just like, Mace, you know, what's going on? You know, and it's like I can poke my head back in the kitchen and see who's cooking, you know, hey, how's it going, man? You know, and I think it's that that small town restaurant that literally has been here forever, my entire life, you know, that and I, and I think that it's it just shows that hard work and, and um, you know, persistence and everything like that really pays off in the long run. And uh I'm glad to have you in our corner, man. Thank you, man. Well, John, thanks for having us out. Uh, you've been real good to us. You know, we got to have our big bash here. I'm sure that was a gamble on your side, too. Like, uh, <laughs> Even though the banner was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then they, they they kept it. They Were you for sure you won with it? Yeah, it's going to be a great piece to laugh about. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I appreciate everything you've done for us, letting us come in, taking the time to talk with us this morning. Um like I said, this is my go-to here in town. We don't make it out too often, but this is where I always want to come to when we do. So looking forward to whatever else we can make happen here. So Right on, Dave. Uh, you. I tell you what, it is um, kind of in the same sentiment as Big Mace. Obviously, I talked about, you know, memories with mom and, and all that stuff. And these we talk about institutions that are dying off in this country, bingo night. Uh, we, yeah. we got to get that planned That's for sure. Uh, Joel yeah. was like, "Hey, you guys," and I was like, "Yeah, we, <laughs> just chill, bro. We just don't chill. understand how calendars work very well, <laughs> and how busy we get, but we're gonna get it figured out." But this is an institution, mm-hmm. and uh, you got to be either a little bit lucky, a little bit crazy, a little bit dumb, or all three to stay in the business that you've stayed in throughout the years. You know, especially being at the you know, the one kind of driving the bus since 96, but the family and the story behind it. Um, but I couldn't imagine, you know, when the overtime uh, closed up, that in my mind was also an institution on 4th Street. Oh, yeah. And you get that little tinge of worry about, like, how things are going to be. And and I know when my office was on 4th Street, like, I, I enjoyed knowing, you know, being part of, up here more i'm not obviously now but in french lick but i love that this place is held strong and has been an anchor for this side of four street mm-hmm. you know the other side of four streets had some development going on mm-hmm. but the anchor to this west side of four street mm-hmm. in my eyes has been the gaslight um and i think that that's awesome and and i'm glad that it's there and you know, for you to be crazy enough to let us say, "Hey, we're gonna throw a party. <laughs> we're gonna throw a party here. We hope it's gonna be packed with people." Hey, let me then, uh, let me borrow your car. Yeah, <laughs> basically how that worked. Uh, and it worked out. But I, I love everything about this place. My wife and our early infancies of marriage, being up here and eating all the time. Obviously, it's been a little bit tougher with the kids because they don't 
Well, they're just, they don't travel well. They're five, three, yeah. and soon to be one. But yeah. uh, love everything about it. Appreciate the hell out of it, and uh, just glad that you guys keep doing it. And you know, the boys. I'm sure there's a succession plan because you don't want to do this forever, but uh, maybe you do. And someday when we have your coffin up there on the stage and we do a wake, <laughs> that would be another piece of history Hell in the yeah, gaslight. Bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll be good with that. Maybe you go. bury you out back. Perfect, right? perfect. <laughs> hey, this is that time where we look at the cameras and we will say, Dutchman out. See ya.